Let's Talk is the devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church, and it's designed to give you a bit of spiritual truth to consider each day, Monday through Friday. Now, why did I do that? What can I have been thinking? Do you ever ask yourself questions like that? Somehow, asking these questions seems to usually be associated with regret. For example, we often ask ourselves questions like this after we've said something that we wish we could take back, or after an impulse purchase that we later regret. Let's take a look at these questions, but from another perspective. Let's examine the possibility that there could actually be positive implications associated with asking these same questions. We have a good example of this at the end of the Old Testament book of First Chronicles. First Chronicles was written sometime after the Babylonian captivity and includes lots of historical details that give specific reminders of God's faithfulness. There's a lot of emphasis on David and the history of the nation while he was king, including his desire to build a temple. While God made it clear that Solomon, not David, would be the one to build the temple, God did allow David to be actively involved in the preparation of the temple project through the collection of materials, resources, and receiving the plans from God for the future temple. What we find in 1 Chronicles uh, chapter 29, verses 1 through 8, is a description of the remarkable resources and materials given by generous people for construction of the temple. We find here people who gave freely, with no strings attached. There doesn't seem to be even a hint of motivation for personal accolade or recognition. No secret expectation of a personal blessing in return for their donation. They were apparently not looking for anything in return. The verses that follow confirm that the donations were given joyfully, with all the praise going to God for supplying the goods they were able to donate. So returning to our original questions, why did they do this? What could they have been thinking? What was motivating the people to behave this way? If they were not looking for personal recognition, or hoping for some kind of blessing in return, what was motivating them? Verse 9 reveals at least part of the answer. It says this, Then the people rejoiced because they had given willingly, for with a whole heart they had offered freely to the Lord. David the king also rejoiced greatly. The people were apparently motivated by hearts that were truly overflowing with joy in God. Joy that motivated them to give. They're described as people who didn't didn't have to be coerced to give, but gave because they had a deep, wholehearted desire to give freely to the Lord. So how did they get to this point of having such willing hearts? We know from other accounts in the Old Testament that this was not always the heart condition of the people. Well, the prayer of David and the verses that follow give additional insight to help us understand what was going on here. Verses 16 through 17 tell us this. O Lord our God, all this abundance that we've provided for building you a house for your holy name comes from your hand, and it's all your own. I know, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. In uprightness of my heart, I have freely offered all these things. And now I have seen your people who are present here 
offering freely and joyously to you. Here we see an example of people who are responding to the abundant way in which God has dealt with them. We find grateful hearts responding in generosity to the faithful provision God had shown them. What an encouragement this must have been to the Babylonian exiles returning to Jerusalem. In fact, what a tremendous, timeless lesson to us. Once we catch a glimpse of God's care, once we really consider what He has done for us, His mercy, His his steadfast love, His goodness, His forgiveness, His undeserved grace, if we take time to really consider these things, we'll find it easy to respond with joyful, grateful hearts. But this doesn't come naturally. It's a practice that requires our careful attention. Otherwise, we'll find it far too easy to take the wonderful blessings of God for granted. Perhaps that's why David continued his prayer in verse 18 by praying, Keep forever such purposes and thoughts in the hearts of your people and direct their hearts toward you. The prayer of David is just as applicable today as it was when he wrote it all those years ago. We need the help of God every day, keeping our purpose, our thoughts, and our hearts directed toward Him in order to keep our motives pure. So why did I do that? What could I have been thinking? These can be healthy questions to ask and don't have to be associated with regret. Instead, let's practice asking these questions in a constructive manner, remembering what God has done for us and that only He can transform us so that we respond with generosity, joyfully offering our very lives freely to our Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we join with David and ask that you will keep our purposes and thoughts and hearts directed toward you. Thank you, Lord, that you're able to transform us so that even our motives are changed. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Check out the BFC website or download our new app for more information about the various ministries available for all ages at Bible Fellowship Church. Remember, come what may, God is still able to transform lives.